Hi, and welcome to Kindy Week in Review, your weekly look at all that's news in the world of kids, music, and beyond. I'm your host, Stephen Shepard. Thanks for tuning in. Let's begin. New releases this week. Ella Jenkins, the queen of children's music. She is releasing her album 123s and ABCs on Smithsonian Folkways. Jason Didner and the Jungle Jim Jam, Everyone's Invited, is out this week, as is a new soundtrack from the Disney Junior show, Sophia the First, It's Songs from Enchantia. Next week, also busy, Clint Perry and the Boohoo Crew, Time of Our Lives, Jazzy Ash's Home, and Rockabye Baby's Lullaby Renditions of Pink all come out next week. In terms of kids' music Kickstarters, none to report. Uh, other news, big kids' music news this week, I think, would have to be the Grammy Awards, which were last weekend, and Jennifer Kazoy with Throw a Penny in the Wishing Well won the Best Kids Album Grammy. Uh, oddly enough, given uh, Canada's long history of children's musicians, uh, Gasoy was the first Canadian to actually win the award. Also, in terms of kid-related awards, this past week on Monday, the American Library Association's Youth Media Awards were announced. That is a uh, mouthful, uh, but they're really known as the people who award the Newberry and the Caldecott, among other awards. The Newberry, which is uh, sort of a best kids book overall um, award, went to Flora and Ulysses by Kate DiCamillo. The Caldecott Award went to Locomotive by Brian Floca, and then a couple other awards that may be of interest. I mean, there are a bunch. There are at least a, a couple dozen, I think. But the Prince Award, which is for young adult books, went to Midwinter Blood by Marcus Sedgwick. And the Theodore Geisel Award, which is for beginning readers, went to Watermelon Seed by Greg Pizzoli. So congratulations to all those winners. And of course, congratulations to Jennifer Kasoy on her Grammy win. The other big music news this week, I think, would have to be the news of Pete Seeger's death earlier this week. Tons of tributes out on the web. I had my own brief tribute, which I'll link to, but it's fair to say that Pete Seeger had a tremendous influence on music and American cultural life and even American political life. Generally, uh, I think given his impact on the Americans' broader cultural life, his impact on kids' music is was a little overlooked, but I think it's easy to say that given his influence and uh, thought that kids and parents should be enjoying music together, that uh, a lot of what we consider kindy today uh, is directly influenced by Pete Seeger. So um, condolences to his family, and uh, I'm sure that there are a lot of people singing uh, and listening to Pete Seeger this week, as I have been. And then finally, uh, Chris Ballou announced this week that uh, somebody's doing a Casper Baby Pants documentary, so I'll have a link in the show notes for this episode to the email address where you can uh, send any memories you might have, particularly video you might have of your family enjoying uh, Chris Ballou's Casper Baby Pants music. And there's more news, uh, but you know, I try to stay on a single side of scratch paper for these episodes, and so I'm going to move on to the charts and talk about the rest of my news next week. 
In terms of the Billboard Kids Music Charts, it's Kids Bop 25, Austin and Allie's Turn It Up, and Teen Beach Movie, with the surprisingly resilient music for little hipsters staying there on the top 10 kids album charts at number 6. In terms of iTunes, Kids Bop 25, 30 Toddler Songs, and Kids Bop 24 were the top three albums and uh, Rafi's single songs for the very young at number 11 and the best of Lori Berkner band at number 14. And while there were uh, a handful of Pete Seeger albums further down on that iTunes list, uh, Pete Seeger's uh, popularity uh, spurred on by his passing definitely was more noticeable on the Amazon charts. On the Amazon MP3 charts, Kids Bop 25, Kids Bop Ultimate Hits, Kids Bop 24 were the top three, but Pete Seeger was in there at number 13 and number 17 with Raffi's Single Songs Collection uh, on there at number uh, 15. And then on the Amazon CD chart, yes, you had the Frozen, the Frozen soundtracks, the deluxe version, Kids Bop 25, and the regular version of the Frozen soundtrack, but Pete, go Pete, was at number four, number six, number seven, number nine, number 10, number 11. He dominated the charts, dominated. <clears throat> Moving on then to CD Baby. And I will note that including on that Amazon CD chart was my personal favorite uh, Pete Seeger album for kids is his children concert at Town Hall, which is just excellent. On CD Baby, it's the same four albums as last week, slightly different order. It's Singing Our Way Through from Alistair Mook, Still Quiet Place by Amy Saltzman, Move Like an Animal from Birdie's Playhouse, and 15 Songs Every Kid Should Know and Will Love. Moving on to the singles charts, uh, You Are My Sunshine, number five, amidst a bunch of cartoon characters and kids singing uh, popular songs loudly for Kids Bop. And then on the Amazon chart, it's also a bunch of Kids Bop and Disney songs with a karaoke version of Do You Want to Build a Snowman uh, from uh, the Frozen soundtrack. But it's a karaoke version, so <laughs> I'm guessing there are a lot of people who were in Atlanta perhaps trying to build a snowman. And then Kids Place Live, 13 Under 13, that chart was not updated again this week at the Kids Place Live uh, fans page, and I will note that the proprietor of said page, uh, Gwyneth Patera, who runs Goonie Bird Kids and really was just one of the founders of, of the press side of the kindy resurgence, announced today that, or announced this week that she was giving up her kids' music uh, writing on the web, which is uh, sad news, but she's got new adventures to try, and so we wish her the best of luck. We will miss her uh, in sort of a kids' music sense, but she'll hang around, I'm sure. And with that, that concludes this week's look at all that's news in the world of kids' music. As always, uh, I do appreciate any comments or questions you might have. You can send those to me, zooglobal at earthlink.net. You can find the show notes for this page at zooglobal.com slash kindy-week-in-review. This is episode 49. If you listen via iTunes, I would appreciate you taking a moment to rate and review this podcast. It always helps with its visibility and as always, I do most appreciate you taking the time to listen and tune in, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.